and welcome to another episode of the All Anal Podcast. I am your host, Sebastian Starr. I am joined here today with the underground artist from Nashville, Tennessee, G12. And, of course, my significant other, H.J. Birdsong. And we are going to be here analyzing his most recent project, House Rules. Now, uh, before you came, like I said, I was listening to the project over and over again. And the two songs that stood out to me the most were The Field and Back Straight. Mm. Now, as I was telling you, Back Straight is kind of a song that I could listen to, you know, driving through the streets of the city, especially, you know, right at sunset or right, you know, at midnight where it's dark and everything is still and calm and collected. And it's really a type of, the type of song that's like, the vibe is right. You know, it's that midnight blue feeling of serenity. And I think it fits so well with the city of Nashville because like you, like me, you're a native from here and you can really just feel how perfect the song connects with the city driving at midnight, you know, just that whole playing field of comfortability. And I don't know if it's because we're natives from here and that's the type of vibe that you wanted to let out or that was perfect. Yeah. Hey. I'm really good at what I do. Um when I man, when I'm when I'm driving at night, I'm sure like most people are I'm listening to a certain vibe. Yeah. More than likely it's R and B. Yeah. But it gotta have like it gotta have a melody to it. Mm-hmm. Something gotta have a melody to to it. If it got a bounce to it, that makes it even so, you riding through the city, and you seeing everybody doing what they're doing. They busy. They all the streets are busy. They going to work. They coming to and from work, trying to get to eat, trying to get to their kids when they get off of work. Trying to do whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever it is that they want to do. And uh, they just need they 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 need something to match that feeling. Yeah, something that sounds like. What exactly I'm doing right now? Exactly. Like I'm on the go. Exactly. I'm on my way to something. That's what I think. I think. Yeah, you hit that shit on the head. <laughs> you hit that nail right. Thank on you. So, uh, so for you, this project is, is fairly new to you, and you were saying that you you're very passionate about your craft and the things that you do. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to start at the tippity top, tip top. Can you? I'm sorry, I don't want to mispronounce. Trap. Publican. Trap Publican. Yes. Ma'am. Okay. And this is a pretty interesting way yes. to start off your album because it's kind of like a a dedication to Yeah, I don't belong to no Democrat. No, 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 not political dedication, yes, but, but more like your at home dedication. Ash, like you're exactly. you're dedicating this to your people, to your community, to your neighborhood, mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. those you grew up with mm-hmm. and you know, everything that you had to struggle and fight for to get to where you're at. Yeah. Just to let them know, I'm not going to forget about it. Yeah. And then it, it, it's even more close to home because it's more like, even though you you say it's not like Democrat or Republican, yeah. it's more of like, this is what like, me and my people grew up on. Yeah. And we're going to spread that around as I preach and then as, you feel me? Exactly. That's what I preach. That's what I teach. That's what I'm going to do as you we appear. Y'all probably watch the news like I watch the news. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. You can't you can't avoid it. You can't yeah. ignore it. It's out there. You're gonna see and hear about the stuff all the time, whether you want to or not. Well, regardless of how much you watch the news, you know a half of that shit ain't even about us, no. Yeah. It doesn't affect it's not di- affecting us directly, not like local news does. We just watch the Trump do a bunch of game banging on a bunch of dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? He, not a bunch of dumb he shit. He go up there, throw up his head real quick and then he go home. <laughs> 
we we yeah. we yeah we, we look at shit from a different angle. We got to, we got different problems than the ones mm. that they talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't really think that they touched on our problems. They don't. Shit. A lot of the problems within our communities get overlooked quite often because mm-hmm. they're not seen as a priority, and that's bogus because human rights are should be top priority regardless. But I'm not trying to get political. I'm not a political person either. I try to avoid talking about politics because it offends people. When you say shit that they don't want to hear, regardless of how true it is, people get offended. So I just try to avoid it all together. Um, and I'm just not trying to offend nobody. I'm a peacemaker. Hey, so, before we get into it, she was talking about like how you have that vibe of Nashville at night scene. And it's a nice vibe to ride to. More than that, and yours, I hear uh, with a lot of people who call... Trap rap, um, hardcore rap. Yeah, it, it has a struggle in it. I hear, I hear you preach your yeah. struggle a lot. I hear you talking about how you break it down to where it's a, a small circle for you. It's a multitude. It's 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 a it's a. We hungry, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's really what it come down to. And like people, and just like we were talking about before we started on this, like yeah. people out here doing what makes sense to them. Right. You know, it don't make you know, it might not make sense to the rest of the world, but it makes sense to them in this particular moment. It might not be necessarily what they want to do. Yeah. Either. So I just, you know, I, me personally with the music, I always try to make sure that people keep that in mind. Yeah. Like this is not something that It's not for everybody. Motherfucker ain't grew up on the cell though. Nah, for the rest of their life. Nah, nah. You know, some niggas do, and you know, if you do, yeah. But I'm, you, you got, you got to think about it. Most niggas think it's like that's a nine to five. That's what I do. That's yeah, a, that's where I make my money at. So this is, what, this is what's gonna get me to invest in what I really want to exactly. do later on down the line. Exactly. So that's for the people who's actually clocking in, pushing that tax money. We out here getting that whole. And money. we'll take all the money. We'll take the tax. We'll take the the the, the, exactly. the employment money. We'll take. This over here, we'll yeah, take that over there, that. we'll cut your grass, we'll, we'll wash your car. It's just not going know. through that white man head. Yeah, like, this na- like the, the people in, in, in these neighborhoods that we talking about yeah. right now, we down to work and do whatever it is that we got to do to make shit make sense. At well, that you got to think about it because, like, most people come from, I'm slanging, I'm watching my own back, I got my own iron, mm-hmm. I got my pack in another spot. So... But you know why? Because that ain't a motherfucker down there telling them different. And what you mean? Not, well, think about it. not a motherfucker it. down there telling them different. Like, okay, who the hottest rapper right now? Right now? Yeah. From my from my perspective. Don't even answer it. From my perspective. Don't even answer it. Right Both of the babies are coming right up. Now. Okay, don't I was even, thinking. Don't. I was nah, thinking that, but I didn't want I to say it. I was thinking that, like, that too. Uh, and that got smarter then. You know, folks give him credit for, but yeah, I'm gonna come back. Yeah, I'm gonna come back yeah. to that in a minute. But most of the stuff that these folks that the kids is listening to, they're more than likely in the 17 to the 21 age range. Yeah, they they age. Yeah, you know the same ones as them. Like when I was growing up, Eminem was 25 when he got on. Like, yeah, Jay Z yeah. was 25 when he got on. Yep. Yeah. 
Tim was 21 when he got on, but like we saw all the trouble. We saw all the trouble that he went through to get to where he's at now. Tim was a little bit younger than that. Exactly. Yeah. But the thing is, his first record flopped, so nobody listened to it. Yeah. But I feel like that's also routine. A first artist, like your freshman album, is not going to be as successful as your sophomore or junior album. Well, that's how it's always been. Not even for rappers, but like I can say this. Kendrick Lamar first album went in. Drake his first album. His, well, his first mixtape, his first album, whatever, whatever that dude put his mind to, he go in because Kendrick Lamar don't only have the the, the hood scene, the white scene, the in between scene. He has a club scene. Yeah, I he got lie. all that sold up. But the lie. thing is, you got people like Rob Wave who came in first album did great. Kevin Gates was underground, so his first mixtape wasn't all that popular because it only hit people who listened to the underground stuff. Okay. And then you have people like, let's see. That kind of ties into what it is, though, because we waiting, we waiting on Raw Wade now. His album, it don't even matter what it sounds like no more. We already know what Raw Wade's album going to sound like. Yeah. We want to know what it's going to talk about. Yeah. yeah. That's well. What, that's that's what. And I also think it's not fair to compare an artist like Rod Wave and to Kendrick Lamar. Not to say that they don't deserve their spotlight, but rather their audiences are just vastly different. I'm not comparing. Basically, I'm saying you want to know who actually did good right out the gates. You have your. That's rare. That that is rare. That's very, very rare. But right now, that's coming up because Migos. To me, are not that good, but the they have a style. The yeah, they got a style that went along with what they was doing. It and really they kept didn't flop. It, right, really, it the Migos the, came in as the first people of that period. They actually got people who sound like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who didn't do it as good, but it's just like with future rap. Sometimes he do that. He do that. I say that about I say that about Gunna. Okay. Yeah. 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 You can say that. Yeah. Gonna get no credit for his rapping. Yes. yes. Because the rapping. Because of the way, the way it sounds, the, the words. And because you can get away with sounding like English. I, I can say something else because I don't really mess with what's that guy got the uh, box. I just put a stick Ronnie in the box. Roddy Rich. <laughs> I don't mess with him, but when he got on that, um, was it baby? Brandon let me get any fucking Rockstar. I was like, man, who is this? I didn't know who it was. And it you didn't sound what? like him. You know See, what? people go off of sound and take it a whole nother way because if it don't sound good to them, it's not gonna slap. Yeah. But I think some artists get so focused on how they sound versus what they say that they lose the fact that this is still art. This is still poetry. This is still something that people yeah. are going to absorb. And take to heart. So if all you're focusing on is how you sound versus what you say, your audience is going to be affected by that, regardless. Nick, before the year over, you're going to get 30 more hot 100 songs. Yeah. yeah. The question is, what are they talking about that's going to keep you there? Exactly. And you know what? Like, I, 
like I give you the the turn up record the first time around. I like the turn up record in the way. There ain't nothing wrong with that either. Ain't There's nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with that. having a good time every once in a while. Your but first you also album, have to remember, you know, you can do them things. But you gotta remember that people are still what's listening keep me to around? you. Well, what's gonna be the thing to keep me? What are you talking about? Like. And that's my like, problem. People ain't talking about it. I nothing. get that. Like, look at well, the guy up in New York made. They they said the guy in New York made great songs. But yeah. He, he doesn't talk about anything. Yeah. Well, that's what I. Left. I don't get because like, there's a lot of people who talk about stuff and they actually fall off because I think J Cole he went a little too deep in his music. Because about, that's the that and. That's a great conversation to have. Let's, right I mean, there, we can talk about that's, that quote for a hot second, but I don't think he fell off. Every time, off. Every time, every time he releases off. a project, it goes double platinum with features. I don't want to say yeah. he fell off. I don't say he fell off, period. It's just the people who are not critical thinkers or who are not thinkers at all don't listen to his music. Yeah. Because one thing, when he got on that thing with, with 21 Savage, 21 Savage, <laughs> <laughs> 21 Savage. <laughs> well, he got on that thing with 21 uh, Savage uh, a lot. Uh-huh. He was saying, people don't want to fuck with me. Yeah. Because I'm not going to get on your song and make you and turn up. I'm going to make you think about what I'm turning up about. And that's yeah. why 21 Savage called me yeah. to do this. That's literally exactly. what he said. Yeah. He called me to do so, this. I think it's intentional. It is. Yeah. It, it's, it, 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 it's like it's completely intentional. Because like, people, you get it. You'll come back. You'll come back. Yeah, I promise you, you'll come back. It's the thing is, what he want to do is like what everybody is talking about now in the black community. He want us to think. Yep. That's why him and Kendrick Lamar, I always put them in the same category because that's what they do. They make you think. Yes. They yeah, they want to have a good time, but they wanted you to think about what they're saying. And take that with you when I was, you leave. I was completely wrong about Kendrick back in high school. <laughs> that was because you were that in high school. Well, that's the thing. No, when nah, Kendrick, school, but like when, it was not. Nah, it was the very end of high school. It was. It was. That's man, shitty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I wanted. That get shit came when out. Kendrick Lamar came out with that. He was on. He was still before that. He was hood. He was hood, hood, hood. I mean, I don't oh, know. Man. Man. It did. I related to pulling up on Shireen. Like, yeah. That shit was hard. Yeah, All well. That whole shit was. This is the thing. That, that shit was funny. amazing. All right. Hilarious. I was listening to um, Swimming Pools. And you know he got an extended version. Yeah. Yep. That shit. The end, of the, uh, the end of the song, all I hear is, oh, you, you, they stopped to the homie out over a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> And then I'm like, oh, what? Hey, K-Dot, you good, love? This was my album. Man. And that made me want to listen to to Pimple Butterfly. And you know what? And you know what? That's my favorite. I think even though Drake brought Kendrick Lamar in because... No. Hold on. Wasn't he over there at first? No. Okay, he was something else. No. He he got a lot of songs from Kendrick is what I'm trying to say. Okay. You can say because, that. Because um, when he had that in the little boy, Kendrick was uh, I, I don't make, know. I make this argument all the time about Kendrick and Drake. They do the same exact shit. But Kendrick writes some of Drake's shit. You can't say the same for Kendrick. I don't know who writes because Drake none of I don't know. I don't know who writes. <laughs> what song was it? Whoever writes that uh, shit. 
Barry alive ain't a little. Yes, Barry alive. If I alive. was in the pine box, I would box, really break the yeah. You heard that? That's basically Kendrick Lamar telling telling the story of how he make, met Drake for the first time. That's what yes. that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. But I, I'm just like. Now that we know, I don't care who writing this shit. I don't need writing it. I don't think Drake writing. Can they do the same? But that, like, what I'm saying is like content, the shit that they talking about, everything. They do the same exact shit. But I feel like Drake, Drake to the is so shallow. But we, but we need that though. Like, yeah, we like, do. We we need that. Like, that's why I don't get mad. Like, there's a thousand. We can have this. Like, there's a thousand niggas running around on Facebook mad about. Mad at Cardi B, mad at Megan Stallion. Well, nah, I'm like, nah, nigga, we need this. Well, I, I we made, need this. I made the, um, we need this on the previous show. Yeah, I made the thing like, you got women who live up to that character, who actually get money off that shit, or get their own money off, and really just need a nigga just to get off yep. and shit yeah. like that. Yeah, and then you got women who's, oh, I want him to pay for it. That's what make me wet. No. You getting wet because he's just in you. I'm sorry. I'm not, wait a minute. I mean, it's more not, like this. Hold on. I'm Women not even mad at them. I'm what not mad at them about? either. Well, I'm sorry. I'm I said not, it wrong. I said it wrong. You lost me on the wet part. Well, it's women like who's actually up on the pedestal, who men put on the pedestal and actually get that top dollar to an end there's men who like, man, I just need a quick nut. Okay. Here go. $40. Okay, that's fair, I guess. Now, I to those who's just getting that $40, you're not seeing what you're worth. That's what, that's what they trying to tell your ass in that WAP video. Oh, yeah. No, no, that no, you, you worth know, more than that, 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 $40? That, there you go. Yeah. I mean, but some women aren't. Yeah, some women aren't. I mean... <laughs> I don't even sound like an asshole, nah, but some but women I'm, are I'm not. I'm going to tell you something specifically about me. That's why, I, that's why I love what she doing. I don't even listen to this shit. I'm, I'm a guy. I don't listen to this shit. No <laughs> I don't listen to this shit like on a regular basis. But, but I she, get it. She they didn't make the song for you. Yeah, they didn't make they it didn't for make me, the song for you. She can rap her ass off. She does what she do. And she does what she does very covertly. Like, very... I just seen... When I, before I got here, I was I was doing some reading with my nephew and shit. I'm scrolling down Twitter. I see Major Stallion that uh, posted a video on him there. You know what it is? What? It's Fall Girl Summer. Yep. What? It's Fall Girl Summer. She is really, really big on encouraging her fans to go to school. Oh, fuck. Fam, I love that shit. Oh, well, I can get that. You did all this twerking. You did all this she's fan Facebook. Right now, and you right back to school next semester and you show. See, I don't, I wouldn't, I would feel a way if she didn't show it. She went out there and showed it. I, I love Well, I was scrolling down Facebook. Like, like you said, I'm going to have my fun, but when it's time to get it's serious, time to get serious. it's time to get serious. I was scrolling down Facebook and like you said, yeah. They are doing some other stuff because it was a stripper who came from being a stripper to having her own business. She stripped for that, that money. Are you talking about the one who bought those trucks? The, the trucks. Yes. That yes. Was, I seen that that I'm like, congratulations. Like, you ain't got to shake your ass. Like, that's is that's what's brilliant. Up. That's brilliant. Because that women don't think, women just think, oh, you're a stripper. That's all you're ever going to amount to. That's all you're ever going to be. No. 
Take that $5,000, $10,000 you made in the past three, four months, invest in something bigger. You ain't got to work another day in your life if you don't want to. Like, that was the strongest thing I ever seen Can I say something? I feel like... like, I got to be fair, because the the stripping, the the whole line about stripping to go to school and line is played. We 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 been seeing that line. That line is played. Yeah. If you really doing that for real though, then we appreciate that shit. I but that's what I'm saying. It don't matter if you stripping, if flipping, Man, you clocking shit. in, clocking out. It don't matter if they can actually save up and make a life for themselves. Yeah, make a real business. I mean, like I they really wanted to do something else this whole time. Exactly. That's, that's anybody. It's a stepping stone. That's all it is. It's just using it to get to where yeah. you want to go. And there yeah. ain't nothing wrong with that. There's nobody not for doing it. And you know what? That's I, what? And then if you do some shit like 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 some outward shit like yeah, getting, you know, starting to do hair and nails is cool. I salute you for sure. I'm definitely going to repost you. Do you want okay. What, what uh, were you saying? Damn, what the fuck was I saying? If you're using nah. it to get something if you bigger. Go, you know, going to go, going to go get your, 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 be able to do hair and go get your license to do nails and shit, that's cool. I'm going to salute you. I'm going to repost you. I'm, a, I'm definitely going to support you, for sure. But if you do some fly shit, like go like start a boutique, like you, you, that's dope. You getting clothes in, or you, you style, or you making the shit yourself. That's dope. Like what Danny is doing. Yep. That shit, I love that shit, and that shit look fly, and damn. it looks good. The bracelets and stuff. That's why I said damn. Yeah, <laughs> like that shit. Nobody called her. That shit is good. So I don't. So I don't care how you got your startup money, as long as you. You know, get started up. So it sounds like to me that the two, and I'm glad that you are here because I don't listen to trap rap, so I can't vouch for that, you know, listen, fan I, base or listening audience, but it seems like y'all just respect the hustle. Well, yeah. It's really all that it is. Well, I, I'm sorry. I feel like Kevin Gates, uh, in some point, I, I, respect, I respect the one who didn't tell. I don't know what that means. Like... You. I won't talk. Put it like I won't talk. I won't mention the New York guy by name. Put it like Who? the New York guy. There's like they 15 just, niggas from New York. You have to be the, the one that the one that just got out. Oh, yeah, I think he just put the album out too. Who he, he walking you? around. He got a bunch of bodyguards that just can't afford. Whisper it to me. Oh, oh, little six nine. oh. Six nine. I don't give a fuck about him either. Um Yeah. I don't support Because of that. I don't support pedophiles. I'm sorry. No, um, I, don't, I don't support none of none of that. But like my whole thing is this. I, I can give you trap rap in a nutshell. There's okay. a lot of niggas out here that be talking about some bullshit. Yes, that's a, that's another reason why Kevin Gates say. You talk say, about Kevin Gates more than I talk about. Yes, Kevin I know, Gates. but it's like he said. It's like most of this rap they ain't doing. They, I mean, it's a lot of people who yeah. will come out here and say, "Man, I sold birds. Man, I don't even know how a bird, how much a bird costs. A bird, a brick, a kilo, whatever they why call it." Why did you just say that? I mean, shit, because I don't know the measurements of cocaine or crack. But what's a bird? I don't know. That's what I'm just saying. It's a thousand and eight grams. Thank hey, you. ma'am. Thank you. I can tell you what a pound weighs, but I can't tell you what a, a pound bird. weighs. A pound? What kind of question is that? Like. In grams, how much do it weigh? I don't know. Exactly. 
So we're we we gonna see that. Nah. What there is a couple of people. Just like like a T.I., like a Kevin Gates, like a like a Jeezy that will really tell you it straight. Yeah. That'll really tell you it the right way, that'll really talk about it the right way. And I think that's why they've been around so long. Mm-hmm. Jeezy came out in 2005. I Till came out in 2003. Yeah. Damn. It just took over. Well, 2000, well I'm serious, it came out in 2001. Yeah. Oh, yeah, come on. <laughs> but the one that hit with 24s and rubber band made yeah. in 2003. Okay. See, yeah. that's when I got, I ain't gonna stand. That's when I got into T.I. But like me, I'm curious. I want to know what he made before I found out about him. That's just like Kevin Gates. I I I, I listen to All In. I listen to yeah. All of it. Yeah. I listen to what is that called? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's all the of volumes. Uh, Luca Brasi? Nah, nah. See, Luca Brasi's story. I listen to that. I don't. It's uh. Know. I forgot. It's back when he was messing with that dude. The. Uh, Sound weird as hell. Y'all need to be better with y'all descriptions of people. It was his DJ. DJ who? Yeah, I don't know. He's not really known. I uh, think he's just known in New Orleans. He got a real high pitched voice. You're not helping me at all. It's back when uh, Roster Man was out. Uh, Roster Man, them have to respect me. I can't. I can't put a name. No, I guess. I guess. Uh, you gonna have to Google it later. Yeah. You gonna have to Google it later. Let's get back to your project real quick. I know we got a little off topic, but like I said, I am glad that you're here because you give us that other perspective for shit that maybe I can't think of off the top of my head. So um, we were talking about how your project is basically like a dedication to your neighborhood, your community, the people that you associate yourself with, and you know, you're kind of bringing that into fruition. So why don't you go through your first track on the project and you can just dissect it however you want to or if you want to just because i feel like in a sense this entire project kind of rolls itself like all together like it all comes together like it's a great good time yeah it's a great it's just you have a favorite line out of trap publican a favorite lyric Something that really stands out to you that, like, you want people to emphasize on maybe? The first four bars of that song. Can you recite the words? It's, uh, look into my eyes and you're going to see a nigga dealing with pain. Mm-hmm. Way too much shit on my mental got me going insane. Honestly, I feel like I'm the realest left in this game. Because for nothing, niggas cross you out and step on your name. And I say that because very, I'm very specific with them first four lines on my songs. And the reason why... I'm so specific on those is because sometimes, sometimes I don't want to do this shit. I feel you. I feel it, you. It turns into a, it turns into a, a, a show. It turns into a fashion show. Who's popular? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. It's not really about talent no more. Yeah. Like it, like it was when we grew up. Right. Because I feel like back then, in the early 2000s, even the late 90s. You had to have something special. You had to have talent. Now you just gotta look good, sound good. You don't even gotta sound good no more. Somebody else fix that be, for you. You just gotta be exotic enough, and by exotic I mean you gotta stand out from the crowd a little bit more. You gotta be, you know, over the top, exaggerated, flashy. Yeah. You gotta be arrogant. You gotta be narcissistic. You gotta be a little bit crazy. A little That's bit. That's exciting. 
and you gotta y'all, leave yeah, like, you always gotta have your uh, your big Twitter rant. Yeah, your you gotta Twitter have something, something that like people that. are gonna be like, why the fuck would he say something like that? Yeah, I'm not. And listen, I get on social media. I get on Facebook to laugh sometimes, but if I get on Instagram, it's solely to to promote shit and do business with shit. Anytime I get on Instagram, I'm not really on on social media very long. Yeah, it's very it's very spontaneous in the day. You it's probably like promote yourself. Yeah, which like, is fair. I'll scroll down for maybe three minutes and then I'm gonna close my phone and go back to what I was doing. I mean, social media is toxic any goddamn way. Yeah. So I don't even spend a lot of time on. Social media no more. Unless right. I'm trying to laugh at some shit. Exactly. Um, okay, let's go to the next track around the corner. Now, what what significance stands out for you in that track? <coughs> oh my god. <laughs> Why are you scared me? I'm sorry. <laughs> the timing for that song. That song was written a year ago. Okay. Almost two years ago. It's gonna be two years in December. That song is that's that's the old that's probably the oldest song on there. And man, there was just a lot there was just a lot of shit going on at the moment. There was a lot going on and you know, dealing with people and the effects that they leave behind. You gotta cut all those people out of your life. See, yeah. that's that's another thing I was going yeah. on for. That's part of the struggle. And once you notice that who you can fuck with Can you I ask a question? And it's not off topic, but just you know, you hear about these stories of people who grew up together. Mm-hmm. And then in some crazy, bizarre turn of events, a betrayal occurs, and you can't even look at that person the same way anymore. Now, I'm a female, so betrayals are just like part of the code. It's always drama dealing with old girlfriends and new girlfriends and even people in your family that, you know, don't like people you associate yourself with. You have to go through phases and scenes and transition into a woman, but for a man, I feel like that's different. Uh, sort of, kind of, kind of, sort of, because we, because men are a little more aggressive with what they like, and like we, it's already yeah. in, in, it's established. Like, fam, you grew up with me, you know, I, you but know that doesn't not mean that people that. can't change, like, the, the cliche storyline is like, you know, you grew up with this guy, and then, Someone new comes into both of your lives and changes one person dramatically, and the other person is like, what the fuck happened to you? And then they're like, oh, you bullshit, ain't nothing wrong with me, I'm still the same with me. And then something happens. That's when you gotta be a stoic and accept this shit. Oh, okay. Just in case for anybody that don't know what a stoic is. I don't know what that word is. Man, if you ever, if y'all ever looking for a book to read, I know we're going off. Just a little bit, but it's, it's, it's cool. Go read the Daily Stoic. Okay. Best shit you'll ever read in the world. You what is the word Stoic? The Daily Stoic. The Daily Stoic. And it's just a book of daily affirmations. Okay. Just read. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it too much. Just read through it, and just you know, read through it one good time, and then read it again. So is that betrayal? Is that a real thing that happens to people? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it does. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause there's a, cause there's a certain, there's, there's certain things that you, I'm sure there's a girl code like there's a guy code. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, and then when with 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 other with the environment brings a whole nother code to it on both sides. But I feel like girl codes are kind of stupid. Like. Yeah, but then even even still, but like the environment uh, creates 
whatever the code that is there, like the street code is created out of the environment that it is with guys and some girls. I mean, and yeah. some girls, yeah. but like in the regular girl code, guy code situation, like you don't go, like you don't go out with your friends' ex, you don't fuck your friends' ex, and yeah. all this shit like that's that. That's like a really big thing. Those are big See, things. Some dudes don't care about that. Oh, you want to fuck my? Ex? You know what? Okay, and yeah, I had a conversation uh, with a yeah, guy yeah, about. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I ain't saying it? most. Yeah, well, I'm hold saying hold some. Hold on, hold on, hold yeah, I, I feel Wait, so I had a conversation. This was way, way, way back when that some dudes, some groups of dudes, will almost congratulate their friends for sleeping with the girl that they all have slept with. But if the roles were reversed, a group of girls all sleeping with one guy is tension, it's drama. Why? Well, that's because that set of girls got a little bit more feelings than that set of guys, and. They really don't care. Not I mean, some girls and yeah. some girls don't care. Some girls don't some give a shit. Don't. Some girls want to share the dudes with their girlfriends because you know and they, they don't understand. And listen though, I, I was talking to my own boy about this. Like, I don't consider a woman a hoe for having multiple sex partners. No, you're just going through a time of your life right now. This is just you know you might. I know with me right now, like I'm more focused on work. There's some women out here who's more focused on work, and I ain't, I can't be mad at that. I'm, I salute that. Yeah, and yeah. they just they don't, they don't want to get too they don't want to get too you know attached. up in their feelings. attached or weighed down by a situation because now you gotta consider somebody else now. And that's you gotta consider your business shit and what you want to do and your feelings, and now you gotta consider somebody else's, and that can be a lot for somebody. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot to do. You got to be a strong person to be in a relationship with a person. But your question, men fuck with women on like in a in a in a level bracket, and it sounds that sounded so. But it's true though. It's like there are tears too. Like like she. She's smart as hell. She go out and do her shit. She gonna be on the top shelf. Stop wagging that thing around. This little girl right here get on my nerves. She ain't about a paper. She really don't do shit out there. All she do is on social media and all that shit. I really don't want to mess with her. And then everything in between. Exactly. It depends on the girl. Yeah, it really does. Just like for some women, it would depend on the guy. If you deal with... You know, a nigga who ain't working, he ain't got no car, he's got to actually take him places, and you always strung out on some shit. You probably not going to fuck with him like that. Versus a nigga who is stable, got his own place, got a good job, got I, a nice car. I see women say all the time that the nigga nigga ain't getting no threesomes. Yeah. It's the, same nigga, way with nigga, the, it's the same way with the girl girl. That's very, very true. <laughs> it's the same way with the girl girl. Okay. Like, how dare you even look at my girl like but, that? But it's the like, thing is, like, niggas is way worse than I like. I give it to y'all. Niggas is way worse. Yeah. But the thing is, you know, it's some of them niggas who are down at the lowest pedestal, ain't got no job or nothing, who can talk his way into any goddamn thing. It's just because they smooth as hell. But eventually a female will see through that shit. If she's yeah. smart. Some. If but she's smart, but if she doesn't some. care, she just doesn't care. But, yeah, but that's the thing. A nigga like that gonna kind his way back into that. Just like kind air. 
You hot as hell, gonna warm up your hair. It make you think something small. What? He's gonna get in your head and heat that motherfucker up. <laughs> it's, 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 it's whatever is convenient to you at the moment. Exactly. Okay. Whatever is convenient to you at the moment, oh, man, that's what they gonna shit. do. This like Some women get trapped in that, in that ain't shit nigga sometimes because, like, time and shit. Like, I tell the women, I tell women all the time. Before I even get into a relationship, well, I started to. My last relationship told me to start emphasizing this a little bit more. But like, beginning of the relationship, I'm not giving you my all. Why not? Because it's the beginning of the relationship. So it's different now. Like we, yeah, we've been kicking it. Yeah, we've been growing and we've been getting to know each other. But now that we go together, I'm asking you for something completely different from what we were doing. So, if you don't mind me getting into your business just a little bit, what are your expectations? I don't, I, that's the thing, I don't you have, don't I don't, have I, any? Not really, I just look for a, a great person that, that wants well, to do something. Can I say something about that? Sure. It's not that he don't have expectations, it's just like... You gotta be a dope person and you gotta do something. Like, you gotta do something real. Like, like you know... I understand the girl that's going to Mickey D's for a part-time job, but her full-time job is, you know, going to the hospital working as a NR or something. Yeah, and, or, or not she even, went to school to go. Like uh, NR? Well, something that you went to school. RN. I don't know what the fuck. I'm, I'm not an doctor. It's an RN. RN, NR. It's not, it's not um, just about that. It, it's a lot of women who didn't play who really just give up a lot of sex, and they're only giving them their stop. Our only reason that they're giving up a lot of sex is because that's what gets them paid sometimes. Yeah, this awesome, some, some Who the fuck do you associate yourself with? Because stop, 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 stop. Some, and then there's women who's going to bust their ass and make their money. It's and great they, there's the That's the one that's going to get put down and shit because they're not the most attractive one. They ain't got a good conversation, but their loyalty is strong and they know how to come home and keep a house and keep a house clean, keep somebody with them because it's like... Them the ones that get trapped with that shit, nigga. Exactly. And then it's... Because they don't think they can do better? Yes. Because they think... Cause they uh, don't, not because they don't think they uh, can do better. They don't do better. Yeah. They, 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 they stuck on their yeah, one track. Like I can like, make this project home nice. I can have cable. It's based on income, so I don't pay a lot. No electrical order. Yeah, like being the local. I, like, I understand being the like the local rapper is like the cool, funny joke though. But like a woman can actually see me working to what I'm trying to do. Like I want to see. Yeah, I want to see the same thing. Okay, exactly. that's fair. That's fair. That's absolutely. Cause cause it's, it's not. It's not the same as. And it ain't, ain't got to be as convenient as. You know, it ain't got to be something as conventional as going to school or something. But like, if you work, you got to see you making an effort to be better than. To the be better I want you to see. Is I want you to go from the fire station to the grill to the prep line. Then I want to see you manage <laughs> that thing. <laughs> I want to see you top shelf, baby. I want exactly. to see you great. It's not, I don't care that you work at McDonald's. You're a store manager at McDonald's. Oh, you make a salary. You coming home. It, yeah, you. The two of y'all are hilarious. Um, it's real. It's I, real shit. Well, like, if that's what she, if that, I mean, if that's what she want to do, she got to be the, if she going to work, if my gal working at McDonald's, she got to want to be the regional manager. Exactly. That's, that's, that's Tennessee. At least grow bigger. She got a more office job or something. That's versus fair. 
and just it's, having some shit. And it's like, not those, oh, I got to work today, girl. It's, oh, they want me to come in on my off day because they want to help me do something else. I'm okay, I want to get them hours. Because I'm a very get up and go person. Like, I get up and do stuff. Like, the days that, like, I be chilling most days. But, like, the days that I actually get up and go do stuff, I get up and go do stuff. Exactly. I go to the studio. I go, man, I just spent the whole day. Yes, I just got a bunch of posters printed up. I spent the entire day. I seen that. Running around. I stop on Facebook. I ran around the entire city. I didn't even just stop right there. I went from Charlotte all the way down to Jefferson Street. Road Trinity Lane back down and just putting shit up everywhere. I was tired as fuck. I bet the fuck. Hey, it's 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 not that that it's not that hustle that you want. It's the work that you put into your hustle that gets you more. It gets you out there. It gets you more inspired in yourself. Yeah, because even though you flop this side of the town, that side of town might be for your music. Even though you're still going to put your stuff on that side of town for people to get collected onto your music, you're going to keep working on that side of town that actually likes your music. I say, say, mm, I want to give a good example. Like, say you find a girl that, that just, she just like art. Mm-hmm. She just like dope art. Alright, that's cool. You like dope art. Alright, tell me something. Tell me something I don't know. Like, I know, like, this... Educate you. Yeah, like, get me interested in the shit. Like, I watched my mom... My, like, my dad didn't watch tennis at all before he met my mama. But my mama was so into it, and she explained it to him so well that that nigga just been there before she is. <laughs> he tell you, he yelling in the back room, telling her, hey, the game is on. Well, we so growing cute. up. That, that, that's that, so fucking that's cute. That's dope. It's dope. It's I, dope. I, I like stuff like that. Like, that's, I can appreciate that. Get me interested that. in like, get me into it. Can I, can I ask you a question? What's your music, where does it come from? I know most people, it comes from the heart. Some people, it comes from the mind. Like, what do you... It's, re- a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a balance of both. I try, I'm a, I, I mean, I try to keep balance in everything. Life, music, everything. Like, everything is a balance between the two. I want to have fun just like everybody else, but I'm, I'm going to talk about something at, at least at the, at the end of the hour. Yeah. The last, I, even on this, like the last three songs on the album are And you know what? You highlighted those on your Facebook. Do you want to talk about them? Them songs. What, the, 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 the Cold Gaming on me. Those three songs are like the highlights. Those, you got to make it to the end of the album to get the super highlights from me. Because you got to really sit there. Because that's life right there. That, those are life experiences getting turned into words and song. Cold game is just looking at shit. Like look it's just looking at shit and just being like, man, I like I understand I was wild when I was a kid, but some of this shit now that phones are around and video cameras are around, it's just it's just a little crazy. Yeah. It's just a little crazy. And and it's a lot of niggas getting jammed up for that shit. Yeah. So if you, you know, call yourself a street guy and you listening to this, please, man, put your phone away. <laughs> I don't care about what else, what else you're doing. Just put your phone away. You really got to absorb it. You yeah. got to take it in and, and really just feel it. You got to personify yourself with it. Put yourself in that perspective, in that mindset of, this is my reality. Yeah. And this is what's going on right now. Exactly. If I'm 
constantly being distracted by everything around me that I'm going to miss something really, really important. Had I known better, Cold Game would have came with four feet. I went off of how they sounded. I ain't going to lie to you. I had fun. I had the time of my life being in the studio again, so I just put the, I just put together what felt right. Because that's important. The way that the music sounds is what's going to draw people in. But right. what you're saying is going to make them remember you mm-hmm. and stick around. So that's fine. That's totally, totally fine. Do you have any quotable lines from any of these three songs that you might want to emphasize on or make note of? Let me think. Oh, man, this shit is insane. Niggas think they real because they really claiming the gang, acting like somebody ain't going to snatch you out of that chain. And them niggas that you with can't even remember your name. I like that. I like that a lot. See... That can go different places because it's just like there's some niggas that say they gain that there's some they're, they're uh affiliated yeah and uh nobody no 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 nobody important knows who you are. That's funny. Well, that's it, real funny. It's just think about it. It's just in life. If you try to get yourself close to your dream. You're only putting out the bare minimal. Yeah. Only people who actually are at the Lord working on themselves know you. Mm-hmm. They ain't spoke to the big guys about you, period. Mm-hmm. Because you're only doing bare minimal. But you that's because they don't see the potential that you have, or you're not showing them. You're not showing your potential. It's a, it's, a, it's a growing process. Either you, either they watching you and they seeing where you go from here, or you're just there. Yeah. Kind of. You're just there. And you know, you show up. And, you show you know, love, you know everything, but you, you know, your gun is on you. You do have one. Yeah. But you ain't shot shit. This might be a stupid question, but what is it? Nah, you it might be mean? nah and ain't, ain't nah. It ain't even it ain't even that you ain't shot shit. You might be dumb enough to do it. But that's only a send out nigga though. Exactly. I don't know what that means. So what is the significance of a guy just claiming that he's affiliated with something it's, or it's something because it's, it's fashionable. Yeah, it's, it's fashionable. Even if it's a gang, it, it even if it's like... It's just like wearing, wearing Chicago uh, Bulls jersey. 23 on your shirt, Jordan. It's, even though you're authentic with it, it's, it's fashionable. Just, I got this on. It's fashionable. Like people. You just want people to be talking about you? It's, well, it's not even that. It's, it's you want people to know... Basically know what you are and you're just gonna be that. It's not I'm listen, big some, homie, I'm right here, I'm a blood. Yeah, like you got some guys in gangs that won't even put you, you know, out there like that to even go do no stupid shit. They'll really guide you. Yeah. They'll tell you not so there's some niggas out here that'll tell niggas no. But this True. nigga is like, no, nah, big homie, I wanna problem, do that. They're like the problem is though, after you tell him no, he's just gonna run to somebody else who will probably but say why? Yeah. Like what's the point if I mean, if everyone around you is telling you you're not ready for this, then why are you still trying it's to do it? It's fashionable. It's an ego thing. And it's one thing to try to pursue it's like a, a business a, or a hobby or a, something like that. If you're trying to go around killing people for clout, like it's a, it's a fashionable thing. I mean, that's anything. I'll be honest. You said somebody disrespects you. I want to go put hands on them. Like people, nah, homie, you ain't got to do that. Like, but then here go to the next homie and be like, man, he said what to OG? Come on, we gotta go do that. And it just and it just end up into a whole different thing. There's people from my neighborhood who like outside of school, uh-huh. who out you know out in the neighborhood that I grew up in, that I ran around with, that I got in trouble with, got arrested in, 
did all my stupid shit in. There are people who remember me, and that that's the other thing about it. They remember me from back then, and they remember I used to do this shit, but I wasn't really doing this shit yet. Right. So those same people turn around now and they support me now mm-hmm. because they see it's a, it's a little more serious now. It, things are happening now. You know, the music sounds better. The shit is more quality now. And those same people, those are people who support me, and they don't want nothing from me. They right. just remember. They just, I was, I was, I was like 10, 12 years old. I was twelve, thirteen years old, running around the neighborhood. They just remember me from then, before I well, had dreads and. And they see you trying to make this. a name for yourself. So yeah, like, they you know like, what? I can get behind this. Well, a lot of us ain't uh, a lot because a lot of folks in that in that little area ain't like the people that I'm talking about. They're not around no more. Yeah. yeah, they're either in the situation, them jammed up in the situation right now, or they, you know. Well, I can I, I can spit on that because it's like I know niggas who saw me. I I, I grew up with niggas who are big 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 sets and big OGs, triple OGs, top head vice lord, overseers and GDs. It's just like they saw me and they're like, "Hey, homie, let me come here, let me holler at you." Oh uh, man, run this to my house. They give me a gun to run to their house. Police hot, and they give me whatever sack they hold. I'm young, so it's like I can get past the police. I just got out of school. I got my uniform and everything on. And I but was, I was taking a shit. I was taking I was the one. I was the one taking a shit. And then to go, I was running out on my own for a little while and making the money on my own, and then. They'll find out later on. Well, I was kind of different because I, I, I get there. I go put that in one spot, and then they know me to hang out in one spot, and they're like, oh, yeah. Hey, my mama said you brought this to my house because I knew where their mama stayed, they baby mama's way, and all that. We all okay with this. Like, how is I mean, this okay for the mindset of, like, a 10 year old boy? It was just what we grew up in. Like, everybody yeah, who we saw. Kids running wild in the neighborhood. And you exactly. didn't see a problem with none of that. It's just like, shit, here come That's give me bad. money for sitting. I, I remember when I was out south and I was just around a whole bunch of vice lords. They were mean, like, look, we finna have this meeting. <laughs> Stop, stay right there. He give me a phone. What? Call this number. What? You see the police pulling up with I sit in a spot for hours. See, then nobody had to tell me that. Like that was just naturally. Like when you see the police coming, you walk the other way. Yeah. And you go. Yeah. Well, this shit is just. Listen, get out of there. Yeah. If you had such and such, get out of there fast. Like I've seen, like, and that's a, a, what a lot of that music is based off of too, because that shit was traumatizing. Yeah, I sure it was. I'm, I don't know. But it wasn't. It wasn't traumatized to the fact of oh shit, I'm scared for my life. It's traumatized to a I'm built like this, and somebody coming this. Nah, it's traumatized to, me. to the. It's traumatized to the point that I'm still. I'm still here to tell it. Exactly. Um, my dad don't know for a minute though, and like I don't even mean to put my dad out here like that. But this is something very important though that he told me though. He's like, it's amazing that. You ain't been locked up. That you ain't got no record. It really fucking got, is. It's like, a fucking amazing. Well, you know what? I can't even fathom it. I ain't gonna say Because one right. time I was doing so for my big brother. You ain't gotta talk about that. I, no, no, no. <laughs> he was like, "Hey, I need you to bring me my gun. It's in some spot of your house." So I'm like, "All right, cool." PK, come with me. Hey, you ain't gotta name drop nobody either. 
I don't know, not really. But it was late night, boom, we ain't find him. I told that nigga to take this and go back to my house. He, I told him, take the route. Nobody ever comes through. No police, nothing. And I took the heavily, uh, you know, the, the place where everybody was at. So they were, hey, they, they, they stopped me. Hey, you went this way when we were going this way and you tried to get away from us. Where are you going? Where's the person that was with you? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, I got a question. So, when you think about the racial stereotypes that are connected to black men, and then you think about the way that you grew up, the stories that you can relive and tell people, how do those two things come together? And are people right to assume these things, or are they wrong to assume these things? Y'all always wrong to Okay. Always. I don't care what it is. Y'all, you always that's my that's gonna be my quotable for the for the podcast. You're always wrong in assuming shit. Even if they're right about it. No, you gotta go check it out. Okay. You gotta go you have to go check it out. That's why it's just like even earlier when I was saying like they the stuff that they talking about on the news, it don't really apply to us because they ain't came down here to come check it out and talk about it. So they're just making it. They could be wrong. They could be very wrong. Okay. In the shit that they saying, like there's a lot of people, like you, 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 you look at the news and they'll say that it's crime infested in this one area, and then you go down to the area and it's just. It's not crime infested. Everybody love each other down there. It was just an isolated. Incident right. from a place that y'all already got a red flag on, anyways, because of who's in it. Y'all, y'all blow it up to be something that is big, that that's bigger than it is. But folks in these neighborhoods love each other. Yeah, they love each other. They'll do anything for each other. They'll help you get a job. They'll help you get your life together. They, I've seen so many people like in some fucked up situations, and people come out and help them just because. You remember back in the day, I don't even know if they used to do this in your neighborhood when you grew up, but back in the day, they used to be like neighborhood mamas and like grannies and aunties and grandmamas that'll whoop your ass and send you back home to your mama if you outside, fuck, if they see you outside fucking up. Like, you can't fuck up on the street that you live on. See? And that, that's a, that's a, man, you never, and you never look at it, but that gives you an early, very early lesson. Cause you never fuck up on the street that you live on because of the granny down the street. If she see you fucking up, it's gonna be some bullshit. She gonna see you back down the house and you gonna get your ass whooped. That, that goes, that so goes to show know. you. You never hustle out the house that you lay your head in. People used to, people in the neighborhood used to talk to each other. Like neighbors used to be neighbors for right. real. Like before phones became a thing, like uh-huh. when somebody moved next door to each other for real. Like people used to actually, you know, like talk to each other. It's not even like, greet each other and be like, you know, welcome people to the neighborhoods all the way up to the block. Like, we had friends all the way to the top of our block. So everybody literally, it's like a small but town. It's like but a small not, town. Like, everybody knows each other. But that's not the thing. Because you'll walk away from your block and somebody, you'll do some dumb shit and they'll look at you. What's your last name? I'm so and so. I know who your people are. Oh man! man. And then you get back to the house. I got that a lot. That's, I didn't get. That's the shit. Unless you be out fucking up and somebody. Like, what, what? 
But that's just because my Ain't parents. Your last name, so it's just, it's but that's because yeah. my parents know everybody. That was the only difference. Like my father knows everybody. everybody. So but, and they kept, but they kept, but like unconsciously, they kept shit in order. Yeah, yeah. because you're not gonna fuck up in front of them. Yeah, them your friends, them your uh, mama's friends. They yeah. call, you know, they got the phone. They call them real quick, real quick, and they back then they just so happened to be like in the same street, the same couple of blocks. Yeah, like everybody used they to work together. They work together. They oh, go to work. They, they, with man, school, you know, man, shit. Playing on the same football yeah, team. Like, yeah, hey, our kids. See the people who were uh, the generation before us, before the ninety babies. Them the people who remember who they went to school with. Oh yep. God. Who was they next door neighbors? Oh yep. God. What people who live on their street, mm-hmm. in their area, period, their neighborhood, they know who you are. Yeah. Period. Shit, this I don't remember my third grade teacher. Man. I remember the teachers that had a real effect on me. It's funny. Yeah. I don't remember my third grade teacher, but I remember my second one. Her name was Miss Patterson. I remember. I remember her. Oh my God! I was, I was the, the other day. The I first teacher I remember is the first one who paddled me. I, I never, see, I never, I never got paddled. I, I, I was. I seen somebody get paddled. I was a. That led to a lot of bullshit too because I got away with a lot more shit. Yeah, I Listen, in school we beat the system. They be playing. Period. Oh my Period. god. Period. I think I sit back and reflect on all the mischief that we got into. All of, I know my junior and senior year. I ain't gonna stay. I remember the first time I almost got put out of school was in elementary school. I think I was in second grade. I bought a whole backpack, a whole backpack full of black cats. Why? Because I was gonna let them off as soon as I hop on the bus. Why? What's the point? To scare everybody. That's not a excuse. Man, to scare the shit out of everybody. I'm just like, fuck it. No, 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 no. You can't fucking do that. I got cold. Man, listen, Stratford. Nah, see, I wasn't. This this is Bellshire Elementary School. Man, let me tell you something about, man, the stories that come out of Stratford before we got there. I don't even want to think about those. I heard a lot of really wild shit Notorious. about that school. Notorious. And then when we got there, they decided to get their act together it's and clean the fuck up. We went to the best school ever. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, it, I would take that bullshit over time. But we went to the best school level. That shit is notorious. Yeah, it is. I went to Pearl Con. That was some bullshit. Good for you. Oh, I'm so funny. Fuck that. <laughs> we were shooting gang wars at the middle of the school. Oh, you know? LBG. Life really imitates life. Art, well, no. Art really imitates life. Yeah. Everything that we just talked about is like the basis around like house rules. Yeah. Every single song on this shit because you got your fun moments. You got your moments where you really got to think. You got your fucked up moments where you really got to sit down and, and think about it for a second. And speaking on that, see, I know a lot of people who rap and sing and all that stuff who come up because a lot of their singers are actually game members and stuff like that. Like dudes? Yes. But thinking about what you put in your music, like, is it going to affect you negatively? Is it going to affect you positively? Is it going to tell your story or is it going to lead into other people's stories? Like, my friends call me a music snob already. Really? Yeah. Hell yeah. Why? 
I'm very You're not a snob. I'm shit. I don't listen to nobody. I mean, because don't nobody be talking about shit. I don't listen to nobody either, but... I mean, let me rephrase it. I don't no, listen to I, anything one time before I decide whether or not I like it or not. I'll give you one good chance, and then maybe if you can convince me with another song later on down the road, I might change my mind, but it's going to have to take a lot, lyrically, to make me change my mind about some shit. But I'll listen to anything once. And I'll listen to everything once. Some shit just, some of y'all shit just don't. It don't sound good. And that's not, wrong. that's nothing against you. You can't. Apologize for giving your honest opinion about it somebody. But, but I be rooting for them though. I do though. I like I be rooting I for them. Shit. Like if you sound like shit. Then you nah, like shit. I'm gonna I'm tell you why I do that though. I, I root for every. I root for every new rapper that come out though. Cause like I brought. I think about Gunna. And Gunna, when he first came out, it was just I. It was cool. <laughs> is he better now? I mean, this nigga is amazing. <laughs> This so crazy. basically, these artists need time to grow, to find themselves, to need to find out what it is. You know, mold themselves to into who they want to be. So like, it's basically there are rappers. Yeah. There are rappers that go to the studio. They run in there to recite their verse real quick, and then they run back out, go outside somewhere, smoke, and do whatever it is they do while the engineer sits there and makes the song what it is. Which really, the engineers is the one who's making all the money, not the artist. Really, the really the artist needs. To be sitting in there with, the, with engineer the engineer and telling it like, man, listen, this is what I'm trying to do. This is what I hear. Yeah. Cause once you like, first the that that's enough. One thing. Find you a good engineer first. That was the best part about doing this 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 project. I'm pretty sure Sneed does yours, right? Nah, uh, nah. Lil Crimson does mine. Crimson. Yeah. Who? Lil Crimson. Okay. Look him up. Niggas a star. Okay. That nigga's a star. The music's fucking phenomenal. But the nigga knows how to mix like a motherfucker. And that's important. That's super important. Man. I can sit with that. I can let him do what he's doing for like a quick second while I go outside and smoke. But I'm coming right back type of shit. I'm the person that'll sit there with the engineer. We'll really just sit here and we'll listen to it and go over it. I'm... 30 takes of saying this line over. I don't like how I said that. Oh, man, let me do that again. I don't sound like I got enough in I'm, I'm one of those people. Like, and that's, that's fine. I'm because that's how, you get, that's how you get it perfect. Yeah. And I that's need, how you get it perfect. And I need an engineer that's going to be there with me to be like, you know, I get it. I'm he, gonna, and he's an artist himself. He what's his name again? Little Crimson. Little Crimson? Yeah. Why does that name sound familiar? The Red Patch. Probably sounds a little familiar. You got a red patch in itself. I'm going to show you a little later. Okay. Before I, I want to run a scenario about you really quick. So okay. I was reading this article that The Weeknd had done for Rolling Stone magazine. And it was during the quarantine. So he's doing it via Zoom. And he was saying how he feels bad for these new artists that are coming up. And he listed Ronnie Rich and Megan Stallion as examples because... They're not able to perform. Yeah. They're not able to tour. Yeah. And that is crucial yeah. for a new artist because, you know, you're on social media and you see all of the hate comments that you're going to get. And then you see all of the support and love from your fans. But you don't know just how strong your fan base is until you can hear them singing a song that's not playing on the radio. Yeah. The, 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 the stage is your biggest bag. And it, well, it can be your biggest bag. 
But it's your biggest attention grabber too. Mm-hmm. Your stage performance, and that's why these people like Meg and Riley Rich, that's why they put a lot of shit into these. I don't know if you watched the BT Awards. I seen, I seen some of the Man, that shit it. was amazing. And they did some they said the it was the best shit. one in the past that couple of years. That was the best shit that they ever did. Rowdy Rich's set was perfect on there. His performance on there, what he did, sitting there playing the piano. Mm-hmm. That was perfect. They had Meg out there in the desert. I seen her performance. I thought her shit. Was like, that's why they put a lot of time into this because that's your biggest. That they're trying to make it their biggest money maker, and yeah. it very well can be. But that's your biggest, you know, fanfare right there. That's that's your fanfare when they, when people can come out and buy a ticket and come see you, and you can sweat on them, and you you, you know what I'm saying? You can, you can cry hear them her. singing your songs for yeah, you. Yeah, like they want to do. Like your fans really want to do that yeah, for you. Like, absolutely. Like if if. If a Taylor Swift concert comes into Nashville, it's going to be a million. They're going to sell out the fans. They've done it before. They're going to do. They're going to and, and they're going to be singing the song. Yeah. Because they couldn't wait for her to come back. Exactly. Oh my God, she's back. Like even with rappers, when they go home and do concerts, if they can go home and do concerts, when they go back home and they do these big concerts, it's the it's one of the biggest shows in the world because it's like, oh man, you're back. Yeah. Like. Like, Yo Gotti does birthday bash down in Memphis every year. When he goes back and does it, it's the biggest shit in the world. It's the biggest shit in the world, and he brings and he brings up-and-coming Memphis rappers that nobody's never heard of in the... That we've heard of in, in the state, probably, but nobody's never heard of, like, on the national level. Right, he makes them He gives national. them a bigger stage to stand on. But also in the article, he was saying how that also helps with artist development. Like yeah. you become more confident in yourself when yeah. you're able to perform in front of all of those people and getting the feedback from them yeah. immediately yeah. in that moment is what you need to build your confidence up. And it's because true. they're not getting it, he's worried that they're not going to be as confident when they do get to go back on tour next year or whenever things lighten up and go back to normal. Like, well, well, hopefully they sitting, hopefully they at home being productive. I mean, like, I'm sure and, they and are. Way, like, you know, I'm sure that at home they got an exercise regimen the way that they eat. Uh, that's the real like hopefully they're taking care of themselves. I mean I would like in to this think time so. that uh, cause we you know we spend a lot of time talking about the music and the and the how the product is. We don't never talk about the product maker. Right. And you know how they're doing and how they're treating their bodies and you know everything else. Like are you getting enough sleep now? Like the the world is shut down. You don't gotta go on no road trips. You can really get like enough sleep now. Like you can eat the way that you need to now that you're home. Like you can spend enough time with your family now. You can you can spend your time a little bit better. So I'm sure I like to think. But the people I, that really want it and that's going to come back out of this shit and kick the door open and they're going to come back out and they're going to look like DC <laughs> characters. But for someone like The Weeknd who thrives on his touring and his concert, I mean, even any new artists who don't get a chance to do that, they're driving themselves kind of crazy also just kind of sitting at home yeah. waiting for something to happen. Yeah, so but it's, yeah, but it's a pros and cons to it. Yes, you can take care of yourself. Yes, you can you know, write more music and, and work on more projects on your own. But at the same time, you're missing 
what really gets you excited about what you do. Like, you don't get to go to studio sessions anymore. No. You don't get to go on tour. You don't get mm-hmm. to do these photo shoots. You no. don't get to do these interviews. All of that is taken away from you. But that's the, that's the pros and cons. See, now we're going into the pros and cons of having a phone. Yeah. But on that same note of having a cell phone, what we use to spend all our good precious time that we could be using on good productive shit we using on social media that's also the time where you can use that same social media to you know still be able to talk with your like Tori like I don't you know I don't I, don't, I, don't, I know I know what happened listen I, I know what happened I know what happened Lord, I but can't before believe. that shit happened yeah, though before it happens Tori Lane's had everybody on you know Instagram live with him. He had yeah. everybody on yeah. Instagram live. Like he really had a lane going on for the shit that he was doing. He was talking to fans, you know, conversating with people. And it's not people. funny, but it makes me laugh. So oh, man. I, I, I guess I'm out of the loop. What the fuck happened to Tori Lane? Shot Megan Stallion. Yeah. Really? Oh, so he was you like a, so he was like uh what's his name? Um uh, yeah, Emmanuel Emmanuel all nights. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nah, 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 it's not funny. Nope. It's not funny, but it made me Nobody has said that yet. Because she didn't uh, come right out and say he did it. She was trying to protect him because the police showed up and they had guns drawn and people were like screaming and panicking and she didn't want him to get arrested or gunned down by police. So she just went and got herself taken care of. And then a couple of weeks later, she confirmed that he was the one who actually did it. And I don't even know why. I don't know what the fuck the fight was about, but whatever it was. You shouldn't know what that fight was. It, it, it definitely, she Wasn't he fucking off on Megan Thee Stallion? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. With some white bitch. I don't know. Probably, but I don't know. I just know that they were in the car. Nothing is going to make me shoot. And he shot her in the foot. Ain't, 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 no, ain't, ain't nothing going to make me shoot a bitch in the foot. In the foot. <laughs> Ain't nothing gonna make me shoot a bitch. It's, it's stupid. I'm not gonna draw my. I can't draw my gun on. It will never get to that level with a female. Honestly, for me though, like he could have just kicked her out of the car. He said he was drunk. I never get that drunk. No, before. not at all. And, and if that's the case, she was probably trying to talk him down, and he just got mad. Which I, what the fuck is your little ass doing with a gun anyway? She's listen. like six foot tall, bro. You don't need a fucking gun. I wouldn't have did that. You had some dope shit going on before you did that shit, but I wouldn't have did that shit. And then it fucked him all the way up. No, but no. Not really, but kind of. People look at him different now. People not listening. Because everybody's like, well, you should not have done that shit. No matter how mad she made you, that was unnecessary. The power of the cell phone. The power of the cell phone. And that's the other thing, too. I wonder if The Weeknd was talking about streaming. I wonder if The Weeknd talked about streaming he in did. that same article. He uh, He's done virtual shows and stuff like that for his fans. And he actually, and his label was like, I don't think you should release your album because of the quarantine and the pandemic. I'm mean, going to fuck that shit. My bullshit. fans are good Put for it. Man. He Put dropped that it. Out. That motherfucker went through the roof. Put that like, shit out. Immediately. Don't ever, so, hold, don't ever hold music. Put this shit out. Immediately. And then with that shit, you just went to a whole nother level with that shit because folks have been doing like virtual concerts yep. and stuff. Yep. Those versus vers- battles. Yeah, and that shit has been. That's keeping everybody entertained. Through the roof. Folks getting their streams back. Like yeah. old shit. Like, yeah. 
They saying them, them having the bell strings went through the roof. Oh, they my. Them I didn't get a chance up. to watch it. Oh, I didn't get man. a chance to watch it. I made sure my mom and dad watched this shit. I've only seen the uh, Erica Badu and Jill Scott one, honestly. Because that's the only one that I cared about. I, do. I didn't watch any other one. I look at the track list to make my own decisions. Okay, and that's and that's fair. You can do that, too. Yeah. That's basically all they're doing is just going track for track. Pretty much. And and who wouldn't want to watch that shit? It's, like, it's, <laughs> a, it's, a, it's the greatest play. It's the greatest playlist by your favorite rapper or mm-hmm. favorite entertainer ever. Yeah, that's how they. That's how they're really doing. And it's like greatest. you said, it's keeping them relevant. Yeah. It they streams up and it's making people want to reminisce. It's making people feel entertained. It's making people feel like they ain't just sitting in the house right now. Like we actually got something to look forward to. Yeah. Like, oh shit, the versus battle is gonna come. Yeah, up. and that's and that's smart. I don't know who. Started off doing that or how it got started, but I think whoever started it did a good thing. Man, if, yeah, and I want to say that too. Like, if you're a creative in this time right now, this should be the time when you should be like the most creative. Absolutely. Because like, everybody doing shit, but it's being on their phone. Man, I've seen some of the most creative ideas ever in a lifetime. I've seen people doing talk shows on live, yep. on Instagram live. Mm-hmm. People are doing podcasts on Instagram live. There are folks, you know, the, the, I want to say he's the C. I don't know what he is up there, but the nigga, he the, he the guy up there at D.C., the nigga Jim Lee. He said, I'm going I'm to sit here and I'm going to draw out 60 portraits of all the D.C. characters, and I'm going to auction them off. And we gonna get Seriously? It. Hell yeah. Because a bunch of comic, because wow. a gang of comic book stores got shut down. Yeah, like they did. A bunch of... A bunch of businesses got shut down in this shit, and folks really got out there and got creative with how they wanted to help with that shit. So he auctioned them shits off. I think he owned like the the, the 40th or the, the the 50th right now. Them, them shits going for tens of thousands. I know they are. Tens of thousands. For a hand-drawn portrait? This nigga sitting there hand-drawing them shits, and them shits is amazing. Don't get it fucked. This shit is amazing shit.
two, maybe three hour session and I didn't go, I didn't leave there until maybe seven or eight o'clock at night. I go to the studio normally around one. Mm. I, I like to go during the day. I got shit to do, people. But uh, the vibe was just there. Like you can really just sit in there and just watch shit get created and just sit in the vibe and just learning shit. There's folks running in and out of the studio all the time. There's sessions going on all day. You meet people every day. So you just there. You just there absorbing everything and you're up. And in that sitting there, you start absorbing the game because there's some people there that's coming to their studio that are uh, ahead of other people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the people down here, like, crim- like, my engineer is ahead of me. Don't get it fucked up. Like, people know who he is. He got his shit going. The ball is rolling. So, this is kind of like my, not only is this my engineer, but this is somebody that I can kind of defer to in, in terms of, like, you know, how should I do this? What should right. I do next? Get some advice from him. Get some advice from him. Because he's doing this shit, and it's work, and it's been working for him. It's working for him, you know, step by step. And I'm just, you know, peeping the scene and seeing what's going on. The nigga lack man that got his uh his back in has really got them niggas in the position to make some money in the next couple of years. So I pay attention. I don't have no that and that's the other thing about this album. There's no uh side funding from this, there's no backing, there's no person to talk to about this stuff, there's no person to defer to about this stuff. We we congregate amongst each other and put all our plans together. And figure out what we need to do. Some people are better at shit than other people, mm-hmm. but that's why we sit right here and we talk about it. Cause when we get together, like like I was talking about earlier, when we get together, that's when the shit really goes the way it's supposed to go. Everybody is your team is strong. The team is strong because everybody is contributing something, an idea, something. Like, I'm not even a producer. Like, I go to a house, I go to the studio, and it's all producers in there. I'm not a producer, but my thing is, like, I can, treat, I can contribute something, like an idea or mm-hmm. something. Maybe it's maybe a, 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 a vibe that y'all want to go mm-hmm. in this way or something. Or I might be the nigga back there just holding the Instagram video, showing y'all how this shit gets done. Like, y'all need to be doing this shit, too. If it's a group of niggas in the studio... The nigga, I, I'm, I'm doing this for the guys that are, got a, a, a gang of people in the studio. Make sure they're doing something. Right. Everybody in there needs to be doing something. Everybody needs to be thinking about something. Because wasted space in the studio is a waste of money. Exactly. You're not contributing what's your point. Yeah, your like it's, this is a, this is, at the end of the day, I know it seemed cool when you seen your favorite rapper you know, with all his guys in the studio smoking and having fun, but the thing is, they able to do that already because right. they were able to pay for that. Like they, they probably blocked out their studio for the entire day. Yeah, and it's not even that. Some of the rappers nowadays, they got their best friend videotaping the yeah. Hey, <laughs> but that's why. But, that. but see, but even that though, that's why you need a network of niggas. So you, so you know. Dude might not be dope at the videos right now, but go tell him, but he got a network of people to tell him, hey, bro, that shit ain't dope. Yeah. Yeah. So now he can go back and go figure out, you feel me, what it is that he want to do now as far as, like, editing and what kind of camera he want to use. Like, I've seen that happen. 
like the guy that shoots my my pictures, like da da. Mm -hmm. I've seen him go from uh, from a simple ass camera taking you know mediocre mediocre pictures to not only take not only getting a better camera and taking better quality pictures, but being able to edit now. He, mm -hmm. he not in the process of getting a better ca uh, camera, he went and got the knowledge along with it. Yeah, and that's the dope part too. Like that's that I think that's what this house is all about. Like the whole the whole spectrum of this project. It was made from a bunch of niggas who really worked on this shit together mm -hmm. and we saw us working on this shit together and we tweaked it here and there. We touched it here and there. It makes sense why it's called house rules. Maybe because, you need to do this. You know, yeah, you all come it, together. Yeah, everybody contributes and this is not a one person this is not just my album. Right. This is everybody's album. Everybody. Justin produced the most of it. Mike produced around the corner. Don Don made the cover. Mm -hmm. And Sneed got a verse on this motherfucker. Like, this is not just my album. This is everybody's shit. Like, everybody eats off of this project because this is a, a, a collaborative effort. I feel like that's how those really powerful groups begin. Like, this is the foundation yeah. of those type of groups yeah. that progress into and then there's always that one person that stands out in that group that outshines the others but they always take everybody with them you got to if if like they went on these niggas produce for everybody yeah these niggas produce for way like these niggas produce they got a long catalog they got a long list sheet of people they done sold beats to and gave beats to on a lot of projects spread then like you're supposed to bring your next person with you at that point. Like that's how I looked at it too. Like, okay, you got all of these, you know, placements here and there. Now it's time to get the the group effort project in. Now. Right. And that happened. And so, being able to bring something up like that, that's that's dope. So, in a sense, this is this is them bringing me up. Right. Now, whatever comes out of this. As far as like the rapping that goes on to the beats, because I already established making beats. Right. Whatever go, wherever I go, as far as rapping goes, you know, as far as it goes on the level, I'm making sure to always bring them with me. There'll never be a project where they'll they don't touch. And that's how it's supposed to be. They'll never like I could go get the the famous producers and. I could meet Dr. Dre and Pharrell and shit, but at the end of the day, though, like at least one or two songs got to come from yeah that house, and that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Wow, this was a phenomenal conversation, and I really, really, really appreciate you I, coming out here. I didn't expect it to be like this. this to to this speak was, on it, this is great. Because this was, this was, this was amazing. This was dope. We went a bunch of different areas. Yeah, we went all over the spectrum. But you know what? That's how it's supposed to be. That's how I kind of want it to be. I want you to be able to showcase your character at its fullest potential. I want people to see you exactly how you come and exactly how you are. No, no filter, no editing, just raw, genuine, authentic. Well, people, I'm G12, the underdog, the scarecrow, the gladiator. I don't really get too loud because I don't like to get too loud. I sit at my crib. I write these raps smoking weed because I did all the shit that I'm rapping about already. I did that shit already. It's over. 
I got a niece and nephew. All that shit that y'all are risking y'all lives out there to do and that y'all getting on songs to talk about that you ain't doing, I did it already, I'm done. Or at least trying to be done. That's why y'all need to go get this album though, so I can really be done. For real. For real, for real. But I'm a solid nigga. I don't make too much noise. I come into the room. I'm nice to everybody. I don't want to disrespect or harm nobody. You know, we need to love everybody. Everybody, but black lives matter. You feel me? And black women matter. I just want to say, let me just say that for sure. Uh, go vote. But more importantly, go vote locally whenever they that shit start getting popping again. I hope y'all did already because they, you know, they passed already. Yeah. I'm hoping y'all went ahead and voted locally, but make sure that I'm putting emphasis on that as opposed to the president because we don't really have no say so in that. Vote, go vote, but more importantly, vote locally. Who the fuck is teaching your kids? <laughs> Who is making the who is making the decisions for your kids on what they eat, on what they learn? Who makes the decisions on the laws they get passed down here, on what you can and cannot do? If 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 you're looking for fair treatment and trial, if you a nigga like me that come from the places that I came from, and you want a fair trial when you go in front of the judge, and you don't got a felony already. Go vote locally, my nigga, because we need fair trials in this motherfucker. Because ten, although Tennessee is halfway decent, <laughs> Nashville, Nashville, what, let me say Nashville is halfway decent. There you go. Tennessee is not fair. No. Nah. Nice. So I just want my niggas to, to like really educate themselves and get their shit together. There's money to be made out here, my nigga. All you got to do is just come get it and just quit being stupid, guy. I, I promise you, bro. We all going to make it, bro. I promise you, bro. Just, man, figure out what your thing is and do that shit. And do it to the best of your ability until somebody notices. That's what happened to me. That's what happened to your favorite rock star, your favorite rapper, your favorite actor, your favorite activist. Whoever it is that you aspire to be, you gotta start that shit. Smile and build this shit up. Don't give up on that shit. And that's my public service announcement. I really, really appreciate that. Great note to end on. Thank you, G12, for coming in and speaking with us today. Thank you, Harry, for sticking around and putting in your input. I felt like that was very important. It was significant. This was great. This is great, and we definitely have to do this again. We definitely have to do this. We gotta do this with Debbie's.